day, once more they gather at the crystal as the first sun climbs to its peak. For this is the way of the Skeksis. As they ravage the land, so too they learn to draw new life from the sun. Today, once more, they will replenish themselves, cheat death again through the power of their source, their treasure, their fate, the dark crystal. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater good. This is episode 200 and something, 261, I think. Uh, wow. Yes, 261. I don't know why I'm continuously surprised that, that we just keep going. <laughs> we keep going. But I, I, every, every time you say the number, I, I am continuously amazed. Yeah, no, that's fair. And, uh, yeah. and so far, um, Libsyn hasn't deemed it necessary to kick us off. And because people, great. St- people still listen... Um, Somehow, some, some way, some way, we're going to keep doing this show until something happens. Um, uh, episode two hundred sixty-one, and tonight we're talking about the Dark Crystal, the nineteen eighty-two uh, Jim Henson and Frank Oz directed movie, The Dark Crystal. Which, if you've seen on Netflix recently, they just produced a little mini series. It's like a like a like a prequel. It's is like, it on yet, or is it still? I think it's on. What month are we in? We're in August. We're in August. Yeah, it's coming up soon. Okay. Um, it looked pretty cool. The uh, the previews, yeah. In terms of the the puppetry and the interesting, yeah. And I'm aspects glad that they, of it. Yeah, and I'm glad that it looks like they're they're sticking with it. So, yeah. Uh, with the puppetry and, and things, not just going full CGI. So yeah, the Dark Crystal. I am Sean Allred. All right. So bear with me. I hope 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 this works out the way I want it to. I am Sean Allred, and joined tonight. Joining me tonight is Andrew. Jemison. <laughs> I didn't think there was a way to to, to successfully re- represent that without just playing the clip. Uh, so, on Andrew, every time you make a, a valid point tonight, I'm just going to play. There you go. Uh, and Sam. Vector. I'm glad you got my uh, traveling glee club there. Um, yeah, it's it's really unfortunate for, when you uh, have to fill out paperwork because that's really hard to. Uh, <laughs> oh dear! Yeah. And and Sean, yeah. I I'm I'm just I've slept for the past 48, 72 hours, so I, I didn't come up with one for you. 
But if I did, it would have to do something with the Beatles crushing you to death. Oh, so. that's fine. Speaking of those Beatle things, <laughs> I was reading that the, those suits weighed so much that the, uh, the actors inside them could only wear them for five minutes at a time. Oh, my gosh. They were so heavy. They'd have to take them off and put them on these stands, and then when they were ready to film, they did run in, action, do, this, do the bit, and then you know break. Yeah, I guess they'd be really heavy. I mean, they're they, huge. They looked really <laughs> massive. Yeah, they looked really heavy. <laughs> Um, well, I thought they looked really cool. Oh, they were the one of the coolest parts of the movie. I thought, uh, just yeah. visually. Um, when I worked uh, at Scarewinds, which is the local theme park here, we do a, a scary thing. I've put on a couple of those costumes. Yeah, I mean they're not that low to the ground. The ones that we have are usually like eight and a half feet, nine feet tall. Yeah, those things are heavy. I can't imagine <laughs> what the, the things that those guys were wearing. Um, so, do they use those in the ice ice show too? No, we didn't do that. We didn't no. do a ice uh, a Halloween ice show. So, oh, anyway, okay. I mean, I know the joke that you're trying to do, and no one will understand. But, uh, but no, <laughs> we didn't do an ice Halloween ice show. Uh, so yeah, so this is that movie. This is 1982's uh, The Dark Crystal. Had either one of you seen this before? Actually, no, never. I, I thought I had. But I, I apparently the labyrinth and this I I've mixed up. Oh sure. So I've seen the labyrinth. I have not seen this. I had never seen it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So first but time. I had seen the the uh, what are they called? Sequa whatever. The Skeksis. Skeksis. Yeah. Skeksis. Yeah, Skeksis. Yeah. The Sexies. I had seen them before in the movie The Village. <laughs> Not quite, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of a cross between the Skeksis and the uh, and the Beatles. Yeah, people. that's yeah. you know, I never thought of that, but I think he, I think Andrew's right. I think you are right. But you know, there is one thing that I'm dying to know. Oh. And, and I think Andrew will help me out here. Okay. I have no idea what I watched. <laughs> and I would love to find out from Andrew what exactly this movie was supposed to be about. Oh. Well, I can tell you that. <laughs> On another planet. And it okay, was... then that makes sense. All right, thank you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's another... all you needed to know. <laughs> <laughs> On another planet in the distant past. So this is uh, not quite the same way Star Wars starts out. Yeah, not quite a yeah. long, long time ago. It's just a long time ago. Right. A gelfling embarks on a quest to find the missing shard of the magic crystal. And so restore order to his world. So let me let me get this straight. So a small-ish, unimposing, unmagical, unimpressive creature must take a thing, journey across a perilous land, and put it back in another thing to make the world safe. That's what she said. Yeah. So, so I feel like we've seen that before. Somewhere, <laughs> I'm not sure where. Um, no, that's okay. It's it, I mean, even yeah. the Lord of the Rings version is not totally original it's just a, an original way of showing that that story um and that's what this is it's it's the same story we're just going to tell it in a kind of a very creative you got a MacGuffin there yeah yeah you definitely but i mean you can't get more of a MacGuffin than she literally has it in a box and she just throws in the floor i mean could you imagine like gandalf <laughs> is like oh i've got this collection of rings one of them is the great ring don't know which one it is i'm just gonna throw it on the ground and if any one of you disappears when you put it on that's the ring <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah uh, um 
this movie, um, I, I'm going to jump ahead only because I'm highly, uh, I'm not intoxicated. What am I, Kimberly? You're medicated? Medicated. Yeah. Thank you. I'm highly medicated. I hated this movie. Okay. I, I did not like this movie. <laughs> I could not stand it. And, no. and in fact, Kimberly and I were watching it last night, and I don't know how I tricked her into, into watching it with me. But I was sitting here, and, and I've been on some pretty heavy main, pa- main peds. Main peds? <laughs> pain, pain meds. meds? If Kimberly's going to keep and participating, we have to give your, her a credit. Those are your primary feet. Yeah, and... I, at one point, turned to my lovely wife and said, I think I'm having an acid trip. Because between the main pads and the visuals that were on the pain meds and the visuals that were on the screen, I was so confused on what was reality for a second that it was just, what the heck was going on? The voice acting in this movie is horrible. It's horrible. This, The direction, you know, I love me some Jim Henson. He's a great guy. But I think the direction was horrible in this movie. There's so many times the characters have their backs to the camera. You have no idea what's going on. Each creature has an e. You know, they have all these little grunting sounds that make no sense. And it was just, it was beautiful to look at. The puppetry kept me amazed. But you can only go so far looking at puppets before you realize how stupid this thing is. Yeah. I will say that... I was, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. I, I thought it was, there were some things that really bothered me. The voice acting was one, even though the main character is voiced by Jim Henson. Uh, nope. Yeah. Oh, no? No. Nope. Oh, he just did the puppetry. They just did the puppetry. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, but it, the voice acting bothered me. But what I did notice, and I think what I've noticed about every Jim Henson production or movie and that I just appreciated when I saw this one is that in every single scene, every single scene, there's something, even if it's, you know, like the scene when they're out on the boat in the, on the pond or river or whatever that is, they're doing a camera pan across the landscape and there's a little puppet mouse just, you know, mm-hmm. Meandering mm-hmm. in every yeah. single scene, there's something that is moving, some sort of puppet, and I came to appreciate it a little bit more after seeing this. I didn't uh, honestly have to expect to, to to step in here to be the one that defends the movie a little bit, um, <laughs> uh, but but here's here's the difference. I have seen this before. I had watched this as a child, so now I've probably mm-hmm. not seen it. I'm 37. So I probably haven't seen it in 28 years. Did so, it scare you as a child? Some of it, yes. Some of it, no. Um, and 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 you have to. And the reason why I think this hit really bad for Sam, partially because he was under medication. But the other part is, is you're a 40 year old dude. This movie was made for children. Um, yeah. Have you seen Coraline, Sam? Uh, started watching Coraline. But you know what Coraline it. is, right? It, it's Literally, Sam uh, Neil Gaiman said, "I want to write a horror film for my seven-year-old," and he yeah. did, and that's what Coraline is. And Jim Henson and Frank Oz they wanted to create a movie that was kind of scary because it's okay for kids to experience that emotion, 
to and it's be... the 80s for god's sake think of never any story for god's sake yes there's a lot of moments in yeah you're right the 80s has a lot of kind of these little scary moments um so it's okay to and be you, a little scared yeah. so so as a kid did it skeer me there were probably some moments that scared me the skeksis are skeksis are they're supposed to be gross and you know they're they're supposed to represent the bad of us right i mean they're obviously a um whatever you want to call it it's um uh, um, not an homage, no, a uh, not a morality tale. I can't think of what the, my words either. Good gracious! But um, alliteration? No. No. What's the other one? It's a metaphor. They're metaphors, right, for the yeah. worst in us. And of course, the 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 mystics are, you know, the good, the virtuous, the seeking knowledge. Um, even though they don't really do any magic except sing. Um, yeah. And disappear when when the bad guys disappear. Well, I mean, it's because that's part of you. When one of you dies, the other dies. Yeah. So it's kind of the personification of good and evil. It really is. I mean, yeah, it literally yeah. the yin and yang. Yeah, exactly. So, so the movie, um, I think, tells the story nicely. You know, it's a simple story. Um, there's nothing complicated about it. The stuff that I don't like are similar to what you don't like, Sam. But like, even when you mentioned like, oh, the, they have their backs to us. Well, that's because that's a human in a costume, and they need that person to run across a field to go pick up a thing, you know, like, or we need them climbing up a thing or jumping off a rock. So that's a, that's a little person inside a suit. Um, that's, that's Deep Roy or one of the other guys or Warwick Davis or somebody inside a suit. So, like, I understand why they couldn't show their face because you couldn't... Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's obvious. Yeah. But, you know, in terms of stage front... I think there was some setups that were, were just not done real well. When he goes into the little witch's lair, there's several times where both of them are facing away from the camera um, when they don't really need to be. Yeah, and I, I think uh, it didn't, it didn't, I didn't notice it when I was watching. So to me, my mm-hmm. brain was probably just saying they needed to. There was a, there's yeah. a reason why uh, for the puppetry. Um, it, it probably had to do with just the, the stage, not stage setup, the... Uh, um, set st- set up. They yeah. couldn't because they have to puppet these things. Yeah. They couldn't get around like they would normally get around yeah. with live I action. I have to say though, I was impressed by the different strategies that they had to use to do, do these puppets. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because the I'm puppets sure, were impressive. Yeah, I, I'm sure that at times there were puppeteers underwater, or um, you know, just in these really odd situations to yeah. do the puppetry. And and even like like the stilt walking bat cat things that I oh, ride yeah. on, I mean that's that's obviously a dude on stilts with a fake puppet on its back, but it still yeah. looked kind of cool and they were kind of neat looking animals, and t- to me the whole movie is just a showcase of how creative these guys are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. There there was nothing even even that stupid dog ball thing, like <laughs> you wanted to kick it every time it screamed at you, but it was kind of neat because it it. It rolled. It was just. It was like a little fuzzy BB-8. Yeah. Um, it, it, it bothered me that it never stopped barking, though. No, I mean like, you're not yeah. wrong. It, it's yeah. yeah. You had. Well, to and that had to do there. the sound. Just the sound design was just bad. And I don't know why it is like that in the '80s. I don't know how Star Wars got right. it right and so many others got it wrong. Mm-hmm. But like fake lightning is just piercing. Yeah. And yeah. the 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 noise when the crystal is shooting your your face and you're getting the uh, the essence, like when that <laughs> when I watched the essence part for whatever reason that was a moment it kicked like like a flashback of, oh this scared me as a kid, 
I remember huh. that specifically scaring me as a kid. Like, oh my gosh, they could take out part of your body and turn it into a liquid that somebody else drinks. Like, that scared me a little bit as a kid. Um, and I remember that, that emotion kind of kicked back on me. It was kind of funny. But, like, that noise is awful. It's piercing. Yes. I mean, I'm glad I didn't watch this on my good headphones. I watched it on the TV with my soundbar. Um, and that's still, that was still painful. Okay. So I don't, I don't know how, mm-hmm. how so many movies in the 80s got it right and so many got it wrong. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. You know, like you look at like the last Starfighter or Star Wars or the Star Treks. I mean, they do it fine. But then you get a movie like this where it's like, good Lord, what are you doing? It's like it's muffled or something, too. It's just... And it's too tinny and it's very high-pitched and it's... it's, Or even the uh, the narrator. I was having a hard time understanding the narrator over the music. Oh, interesting. At times. That might have been the drugs. Yeah. That's true, too. Maybe he wasn't talking. Maybe it was just... (laughs) It was just your internal voice. (laughs) Why why, why am I talking so loud in my head? Oh, wait, that's Spider-Man. Exactly. Um, the other stuff I will say this about the movie. Yeah, well, okay. The well, can I say this? I I did. You know, this is one of those movies that should never be seen in HD. And um, the, I was actually fairly impressed at the lack of problems that came out in HD. The yeah. only time I noticed anything was some string holding up the dark crystal. Um in some of the first scenes yeah. in terms of what I could see on my television where it would probably would have been hidden if it wasn't in HD yeah, on film and VHS. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. You know, that's, that's, and that stuff you forgive. I mean, you're just like, yeah. It's a product oh, yeah. Of, and it's, a they pro- had to do it. What else could, how else could they have done it? Yeah. So. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a product of both the time and the way they wanted to, to show their movie. Yeah. Um, so like any things like that, like when the Gelflings hold hands, like their hands look like little plastic nubs. <laughs> and but I didn't care, you know. And honestly, I like the idea they have this their dream share. It's like, oh, we're gonna get backstory on you in a kind of interesting and creative way so that we don't have to just sit here and listen to you tell me your backstory. You know? Yeah, yeah but but at the same time I was confused as to what was happening. Again, because of the pain meds, I'm like, wait it wait, what? This is, is there so many things happening at once? Yeah. And, and, I couldn't uh, understand what was going on. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was tracking along. I was like, oh, yeah, she was a kid. He was a kid. They were both hunted because of the prophecy. And they, uh, you know, they, they found um, shelter. The only thing that, honestly, one of the few things that kind of annoyed me is our hero is kind of useless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, in a lot like, of ways. Yeah. Like, 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 if you take the Lord of the Rings analogy. Right, so you've got you got your three um, dudes. You got Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli, and they each have a skill set. And then you got the four hobbits, and even the four hobbits, they all have their different skill sets, right? I mean, Frodo's might yeah. just be simple bravery, you know. Yeah. Sam is loyalty. Marion is cleverness, and Pippin is lucky or something. I don't know, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But in this movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kira, she literally has wings, so she can sort of glide and fly. She can talk to animals, right? Yep. What does he yep. have? At one point, he uses his flute to make the crystal glow. So I thought, ooh, this is a magical power. This is going to come back later in the movie. Nope. Nope. He, nope. Just, he just plays with the Ewoks in the, in the, in the thing after the, the Death Star has been blown up. And then, like, I thought that was going to be a thing that mattered. But yeah. I guess not. So, anyway. Um, 
He was really good at hiding and then jumping and catching a crystal. And, and talking out loud. Or uh, t- his mind monologue. talking. He had a lot of monologue. Yeah, a lot of monologue. Yeah. And but honestly, I don't know how else they would do that other than yeah, no, lots I, of exposition. And I, I thought for a majority of this movie that he was voiced by uh, Matthew Broderick. Yeah? It sounded like Matthew Broderick to me the whole time. <laughs> I don't know why, it just did. I mean, I know it wasn't, but... This was before Ferris Bueller, wasn't it? Uh, 82, this would have been War Games, yeah. Yeah. I thought, yeah. It was, I thought it was him, too, for a while. Yeah, Jim Jim Henson, let's see, I gotta find... It's it's so weird. Because you have the performer, and then you have the voice. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm trying to find the Gelfling voice. Jen was voiced by Stephen Garlick. Um, who poor, poor guys has uh, some breath problems. Maybe uh, he hasn't he hasn't done anything since 1992. He retired in 92. Maybe he died. Um, no, he's still alive. Oh, okay. Uh, he was in a couple episodes of the Doctor Who in 83. So he's done a bunch of stuff. Mm. He just hasn't done stuff in a while. But I thought he, he sounded just like uh, Lisa Maxwell was Kira. Uh, both of these two people have their their um, IMDb photos are from this movie. Uh, she's okay. still she's still acting. She was uh, yeah, she's still acting. Good for her. Mostly stuff on in England. So anyway, I, I yeah, no one else I recognize. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, the narr- <laughs> the, the narrator was. Joseph O'Connor. Um, Joseph O'Connor. He did die in 01. Let's see. I'm trying to think if there's anything I would recognize him from. I don't recognize anything in this. So, anyway, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the voice acting was fine. It didn't bother me. I mean, there were some parts I where do. it was kind of whatever, but it didn't bother me. Um... I thought, I don't know. <laughs> the the annoying lady with the eyes, she cracked me up. I'm not gonna lie, she made me laugh. I, um, she made me wonder that when these people that are making the puppets, do they like have people in mind when they make these puppets? Because you know, I mean, there's look to some of them, and you think, man, I wonder if that is like a kind of a caricature of someone they know. Yeah. Right? That could be. <laughs> um, I didn't actually take many notes on this movie, and not because I was in so I was in such love with it that I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. I just, there wasn't much to talk about because... No, it, it was there, all it was, landscape. You know, there was it a was, lot of... It was, I would almost appreciate this movie more as a dreamscape without the story. Don't talk... Just kind of show. I would have been happy with. Yeah, I think you would have gotten bored pretty quickly after that, though. Yeah. You have to have a story. Um, Really, the only few notes I wrote were like, uh, the very first thing I wrote was, a small, humble, unassuring creature must return a thing to save the world. Sounds kind of familiar. And then I said, uh, feels like this movie is showing off Frank Oz and Henson's imagination. I said, then, so does the essence not work? 
like it made his face look good, but then his hand got all wrinkly again, and then he got mad, the emperor, the new emperor. Which, by the way, choosing an emperor, you know, <laughs> off of a physical... Let me hit this rock. Off of physical strength, that's such a trope, by the way. Yeah. So that's a trope. Yeah. Um, and then I wrote, this is my only really long note. One of the one dies and then the other dies. I, I get that. They they telegraphed that pretty early on that they're they're connected. One gets hurt and the other gets hurt. But what other senses do they share? You know, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like if one of like them the, the, if one takes a leak, does the other one shake? Yeah. I mean I honestly like yeah. like part of the joke where I was gonna go was like if one takes a nice big poo, does the other one go like, oh man. That's <laughs> that felt I, good. I felt such relief now, you know, or you know, like one of them eats hungry. a big meal and he's like, Oh wow, I'm not hungry anymore, I'm kinda full or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like or is it only bad stuff? Um I don't know. It's just kinda funny. <laughs> uh uh I, the other thing too, and I've mentioned this on the show hundreds of times. My my problem when movies have the bad guy is a like in Zootopia, like the the little mouse is the head head of the uh, the mob. Like that would never work, right? I know it's a joke for the movie, but it wouldn't work. So, like, how are these things in charge? They're unassuming. They're they're slow. They're awkward. Like I, I feel like people should be able to get away from them easy enough to like not allow them to be in power. I don't know. Just yeah, it just seems kind of random. But I guess if well, they have the beetle people, I that. But then I just assumed that it was just because the puppeteer couldn't move any faster. I mean, that's probably true, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, uh, I mentioned that. So really, I've actually gone over all my notes, honestly. Um, but I, I still, I still kind of had a good time with it. I mean, there were some times I was a little bored. Because, again, it's the same thing, right? It's the, it's, remember that stupid Space Hunter movie that we watched? Uh, Space Hunter in the Forbidden Zone? Mm-hmm. That 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 reminds me. This reminds me of that movie in that everything's the same. We get into a new scene, so we get to a new place. We think we're okay. Problem: they run away. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah. he 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 has the mission. He goes to the place. He gets the crystal. Then the things show up. He runs away. He goes into the woods. He finds Kira. Gets um, stuck. She saves him. They they have to run away. Now they're on the boat. Here come the bats. They're scared. They run away. Then they go to the place, they hang out, they party. Then, then the things come, and then they run away. And then they get to the front, and then there's a thing, and then they save their friends, and then they run away. I mean, that's the whole movie. And then the end is yeah. he gets the thing and stabs the crystal. So it just – the movie was beautiful. It was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. But it was – It was but, well done, yeah. But after Very 30 repetitive. minutes, you know, you know the movie. So I It still, could have been a 45-minute movie and just as effective. Well, it would have been only an hour had they had if they would have cut out all the of the, the beauty shots of their landscape and all the little critters mm-hmm. moving and and, mm-hmm. and the, uh, every time the guy said, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I do like in the movie though that you like like stop doing that. <laughs> that actually kind of made me laugh. Like, oh, even <laughs> even the dude that lives with you is annoyed by that stupid noise that you keep making. <laughs> you know, he just walks by. Something that I noticed stop and like. Again, I started thinking about other movies that has, you know, puppetry. Yeah. But specifically Jim Henson movies. Yeah. And I, I just was thinking back to childhood, Sesame Street, and 
all of these puppets do the same thing. And it's some sort of, maybe you're trained as a puppeteer to do this, but when they're talking, and I know that our listeners can't see my hand, but when they're talking, they are kind of standing still. And then when they move, they start to like bounce violently up and down (laughs) when they're walking. Mm -hmm. And it's, I was thinking if they, I don't know if they ever studied their selves as they, you know, doing certain things. I'm sure they probably filmed it and then watched it to kind of study how, how the puppet act or, you know, how the puppet was seen and looked as compared to real people and real movement. But I don't know. It just made me think, man, all of them shake violently when they walk. It's like they all have. It's like the Kermit the Frog. Uh, you know, when he has to go anywhere, he kind of well, he, yeah. he shimmies out of the scene. flails his arms and yeah. Well, yeah, because it makes you think like, how are these people walking? Like when they take a step, are they bending like six inches down the knee? You're you're not wrong, but probably what happened is is when they were originally doing these things, and you would just glide your arm, it probably made them look like they were floating. Yeah, and so they decided yeah. it looks more normal for them to bounce like they're all on moon shoes than to float. <laughs> you know, because like we see him bouncing, even in that violent bounce, we know what they're doing. They're walking. They're simulating the walk. Right. And we yeah. know that. But again, if they just glided around and be like, oh my gosh, are these guys are all on segways? Like what's happening? So <laughs> I, I I get it. It's just funny. Yeah. I, I actually had never even thought about that, Landry, until you until you mentioned so Andrew made a point. So um <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Andrew. Yeah, it's the first time in 100 episodes of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not true at all. Um, all right, I don't. Uh, the only yeah. other trope I wrote down is I should have told you earlier. Trope when the uh, when the old man's dying and he's like, "Oh, I should have told you this long ago." Like, yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> just, yeah. I don't. I don't been helpful. It's kind of important. Yeah. Right? Why didn't you tell me he was my father? Well, I didn't want to hurt your feelings or something. I don't know. All right. So we're ready for some clips. I didn't get very many, uh, but um, I got a few. So here we go. Here's I hope I hope this totally shows why we hate the sound in this movie. A little so, bit. Some go. of it does. I don't know. Uh, here's 20 seconds of this. Another great conjunction coming up. Anything could happen. The whole world might burn up. End of all the... <laughs> Better have your shard before that, carefully. Now, ask what the great conjunction is. What's the great conjunction? And then the movie went to a really weird place after this. I don't really know if you guys heard it. Sam, you might have been on medication. It, it kind of got weird. Mm-hmm. So when he asks, the, when she says, ask me what it is, and he does, it got a little weird. What's the great conjunction? Conjunction, junction, what's your function? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. And it was I very it was very strange. I mean, like we were in a puppets and all of a sudden we're in a cartoon and like learning about letters and words, and it was very strange. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> that's so kudos on that one. I dude. had to, man. They kept talking about conjunction. That's conjunction. all I could. That's all I could think about was conjunction, conjunction. I just, well, I kept thinking, you know, she's got this one eye, and I'm thinking conjunctivitis. 
and how that would affect this poor witch with one eye. If you so. don't know what that reference was, please go Google Conjunction Junction. Schoolhouse or go Rock. back to the 80s and live. Yeah, Schoolhouse yeah. Rock was awesome. I, I grew yeah. up on that stuff. So anyway, um, this was kind of interesting. That looks just like the shard. What does it mean? And what are those funny marks? Oh, this is all writing. What's writing? Words that stay. My master told me. I mean, kind of, doesn't it kind words of that stay. doesn't it kind of sound like Matthew Broderick trying to do a British accent? My words got stuck in the wall. <laughs> Maybe he was. Dictating. And they stay there. They stay in the wall. I mean, I guess that's his other. Let's all get high on marijuana and make this movie. <laughs> Um, maybe that's his uh, superpowers that he has knowledge, I guess. Um, and then this is the only last. This is the only one I got. Other other one I got. My last one is what I'm trying to say. I don't have wings. Of course not. You're a boy. There you go. Yeah. You're Boys don't have wings, silly. They have a penis. <laughs> that's right. And now for some more bad news. <laughs> and Ready? that's how they fly. Uh, I kind of mentioned kinda this like earlier. Like Thor's hammer, you just kind of whip it around and. <sighs> Helicopter your way out. So I um, I bought um, Endgame on... I'm sorry, I just got what you said. I, uh, <laughs> I bought Endgame and I've watched it. And yep. uh, tomorrow after my doctor's appointment, I'm going to watch it again with the director's commentary on this time. Oh, nice. And one thing that was interesting that I didn't pick up on when I saw it in the theater was that when Cap goes back, he goes back with Thor's hammer. And it didn't occur to me until this time watching it that he had to put the hammer back. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Thor in that universe would need his hammer. In that timeline, he's going to need his hammer. So that's why he gave it. He, he took it back. Yeah, somebody, I, I guess it was my cousin or my niece. Yeah, my niece uh, was saying the other day that the reason that in some of the earlier movies when Thor puts his hand out, that it takes a few minutes for Mjolnir to get there because it's not there. Cap hadn't returned yeah. it yet. I thought, well, that's kind of yeah, that doesn't work. Reaching, but yeah. okay. <laughs> no, I did read some this dumb thing on on Looper. Uh, it's a, a a site or whatever they do. Anyway, um, they did like this whole long thing about why um, Black Panther is the first one to come through the portal. And I thought well, I saw that article, but I didn't read it. Well, it's it, it's dumb. It's the obvious. I mean, they spend a lot of words to basically say, well, because he was in Wakanda, where most of everyone else was, and since he's the king, he gets to go first. Oh, that's dumb. I mean, it's kind of dumb. And honestly, what um, the 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 directors wanted to do is they wanted Anthony Mackie to be the first one through because he's the first one. He's he. They always knew that he wanted to be the the first one to communicate. On your left, they wanted the joke. On your left, right? Yeah. And and then that's when and then, and then you know King T'Challa comes in first with his sister and his warrior lady. And in the moment when you're first seeing it, you're like, well, where's where's Falcon? But it kind of makes sense because he's the king and he gets to go through whatever. It, honestly, when I watch it in the theater, I didn't care. You know, like I didn't, I didn't care. I just was yeah. like, "Oh, here it comes! It's about to go down." Um, so now, watching it on on video at home, uh, I I still love that movie a lot, and I feel, and, it, and it's and it's wonderful. Um, but honestly, the the final battle scene, 
because Infinity War gave us so many great up close battle scenes with all of the characters, mm-hmm. I had forgotten that you don't get that in Endgame. You get mm-hmm. such a big broad with very few individual fighting moments happening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like other than the three when Thor, Iron Man, and Cap take on Thanos at the beginning of the fight. The rest is very quick cut and then just trying to get the glove from point A to point B. Um, whereas in Infinity War, you get the seven or eight of them all attacking Thanos individually, and it's kind of, I think, better. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you, you get to see everyone's individual skill set, Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. And what they, yeah, what they bring to the, to the battle against mm-hmm. Thor. Right. Uh, Thanos. Yeah, an individual. Whereas in this one, yeah. I mean, you know, Doctor Strange is stuck holding up water. And, like, you don't get to see Wong fight. And you don't get, you know, like, so anyway, I know it's kind of a nitpicky thing, but when I watched it again, I was like, oh man, I kind of missed all the individualness, you know? So anyway, that, that's. I would love an hour long battle scene where it's just showing all these other guys fighting the, 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 the other guys. No, I mean, like they, if if they came out with an extended version where there is twenty more minutes of that, I'd be all over it. Because I want right? to see, I want to see Ant Man doing stuff. All you see him do yeah. is punch the big flying thing one time, mm-hmm. and then that's kind of it. He's done. Let me let me see um, uh, more of uh, Thor fighting because you hardly see him fight at all. Yeah, uh, you know, give me rocket and, and and some more of that stuff. So anyway, it's again, it's it's fine. Sorry, um, I knew I was going to tangent uh, at some point tonight, but I didn't know I was going to do it actually on that movie <laughs> because when you're on your back for a week, um, you watch a lot of TV and a lot of movies. Yeah. and I've oh, watched yeah. a lot of movies this week. Um, my wife and I watched Passengers. Uh, we watched Rampage. We watched. Um, the Meg. The Meg, the Meg was <laughs> actually the Meg. the Meg was kind of fun. I'm not gonna. Wasn't lie. that a fun little movie? It was kind of fun. I, yeah. I mean, he basically <laughs> punches a shark in the face. I mean, Jason Statham basically punches it in the. In, he punches it in the eye, actually. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, we watched that. It's fun. We also watched uh, Night School. That was pretty funny too. The, the Kevin Hart movie. Uh. Anyway, yeah. So trivia. Gosh, I forgot. That's what we're doing. Trivia. Early drafts of the... Actually, I didn't even read the first one. Jim Henson's plan with the film was to get back into the darkness of original Brothers Grimm fairy tales. He felt that children liked the idea of being scared and that this was a healthy emotion for them to deal with. So that, I kind of mentioned that earlier. Early drafts of the script featured Jen and Kira traveling through the underworld where they encountered a race of underground mining creatures. This concept was later integrated into Fraggle Rock. <laughs> you know, I, including I, the, the musical opening. When we started watching this, I almost sent you guys a picture of uh, one of the characters from Fraggle Rock because it reminded me so much of it at the mm, beginning. Right? Yeah. Yep. I've actually there's a we have a channel in our over there on the TV that has a bunch of old cartoons, and I sat and watched a couple of episodes of Fraggle Rock with with my kids, and uh, they're unimpressed. But anyway, oh, it's fine. But my my son <laughs> loves my six year old son loves the Looney Tunes, the old Tom and Jerry cartoons. Yeah, not Looney Tunes, but the Tom and Jerry. There's a channel I think Boomerang just does you know between oh, nice. like five and six. It's like hour 
an hour block of Tom and Jerry cartoons. He loves it. And I, I don't mind letting him watch it. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. people had all these issues where they were super violent. Yeah, they're violent, but there's violence on TV anyway. So, yeah. you know. It's cartoon violence, it's for God's sake. It's very cartoon violence. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, at this age, I'd rather him watch that stuff than some of the other stuff. Um, anyway. Uh, at the time it was made... It, it was hailed as the only live-action film in which a human character makes no appearance. With the exception of some wide shots of the Gelfing, Gelflings, it would have been the first live-action film where no human actors appeared. Hmm. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then this film was banned in several Islamic countries due to the content that was deemed sacrilegious. Every Arabic dubbed and Farsi dubbed copy was destroyed by censors. Wow. That actually makes Like, what laugh. exactly was. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't go into it. Um, I did, this movie did make money. Um, so, which is kind of cool. I think I saw that it almost didn't get to the cop button in time. Yeah. Uh, it was a budget of $15 million. And I think it made like $130 million. Mm-hmm. So for okay. 1982, this movie made a lot of money. Yeah, it's uh, not and, bad. And did pretty well, again, for 1982. I mean, there were some other pretty substantial movies it was going up against in 1982. But um, it, it, did, it did well, and I'm glad it did. So, all right, here we go. Excuse me while I whip this out. We decided for our top three, we are going to do something... Like puppets, right? Movies with the puppets in it. Because um, why not? This movie is nothing but that. So, um, yeah. Nothing but puppets. Nothing but puppets. Uh, I think that's the name of our episode. Uh, Andrew. Okay. Um, is that a euphemism? I don't think so. Because of where the hand goes when you... That's what I used to play in high school. Nothing, nothing but B-U-T-T puppets? Yeah, because none of them actually have a butt. Well, they don't have feet, but they sure do walk very violently. <laughs> they need some orthopedic shoes. I like to tell people that if they piss me off, I'm going to turn them into a puppet. Sounds <laughs> 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 awful. Because it, it makes them think. They have to stop and go, wait. I think he's saying he's going to shove his arm up my anus or yeah. my mouth. Or maybe just a stick, okay. like... Jose Jalapeno yeah. on a stick? Yeah, on a stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Andrew. Okay. Um, so number three is going to be Ghostbusters. And, oh, nice. Uh, in Ghostbusters, we have these uh, dog-type creatures that were puppets. Okay. And some of the ghosts as well were, were puppets. Slimer. I thought mm-hmm. that was all just uh, the dogs were just stop motion, weren't they? Oh no, there's a couple of scenes where they're. No, just, there's a couple of puppet scenes. Yeah, yeah. you're right. They're, when they're not, we're not, they're not moving. Like Zool is petting them on the head or something. That's a, that's a suit with a dude's hand in it or something. You're right. And then uh, number two is going to be Star Wars. Which one? Empire. Okay. And then uh, number one is going to be Saw. Oh, okay. The, the doll, the, the, the yeah. weird, creepy-looking doll thing. Is he in the first one? Mm-hmm. I don't remember it at all. We did that for this show. I don't remember the doll yep. at all. 
Weird. Wanted okay. to play a game. Yeah, yeah. maybe it was in the was it just like in the video, the scary video that he saw? Yeah, it was just in the video. Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember. Hmm. I just remember thinking, God, that guy was on the floor a long time. That would be so painful. Yeah. Anyway, Sam. All right. Um, my number three is uh, harkens back to the eighties on Little Shop of Horrors <laughs> with the. Uh, a plant. Yep. My number two is I just put Star Wars all of all of them except the prequels where they ruined it by well, not they, having puppets. There's not a puppet in Star Wars A New Hope. Well, I guess there's Is there not? I mean I guess maybe there's something in the Cantina scene. I guess those are probably some puppets. Yeah. yeah. I was always thinking specifically of Yoda. Yeah. My uh my number one is Jurassic Park. Yeah, the little um the, the, little, raptors. the little egg raptor thing is a puppet. Yep. Well, no, the, the raptors in the kitchen are puppets. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yep. Are they they're puppets? Like, are they... the, they're the most amazing puppets you'll ever see. When, when you actually see the raptors without the skin on mm-hmm. and how the people crawl in them and, and move them around, it's amazing. I'll have to check that out sometime. That, that is so yeah. cool. Yep. All right. Um, hey, don't, can't can't fault you for actually getting Jurassic Park in there appropriately. <laughs> I fit it in. Yeah, ah. I'm sure there's probably. I know there's probably a, a Star Trek like TOS episode that has that kind yeah. of thing. Um, what about all those little things that kept reproducing? The trouble with trebles. The trebles or, yeah, I mean those are puppets, but I mean those are basically. Yeah. I mean puppets is not even the right word. They're probably just like little balls of fur with vibrators in them to make them move. Oh. Yeah. Um, Ooh. Which I know Andrew's all knowing about. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, some people have expertise, I'm just saying. Yeah, and uh, with that, I'll say... <laughs> there you go. Um, I don't I, I actually not think about it. I don't know if it's a puppet. I mean, it's... So in, in, in Wrath of Khan, which we watched for the show, the little thing that goes in his ear... Is yeah. like um, it's like a gummy worm on a string. That's right, yeah. So that kind of counts. So I'm gonna make that my honorable mention because it's only in the okay. movie for about four seconds. Um, so my well, number. I mean, you, you might say that uh, Spock can be kind of a puppet. Why? Because <laughs> he doesn't I'm have just emotions. Saying. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, so my honorable mention was gonna be Gremlins, but I'll switch that out for. Star Trek 2. Uh, my number two, three was the Muppet movie that came out in, uh, in 11 with... Um, Jason Statham? Yeah, not Jason Statham, but Jason... Uh, oh, what's his name? Not Sudeikis. What's his name? <laughs> He's from How I Met Your Mother. Gosh dang it. <laughs> Come on, Sam, you got this. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, I'm talking to you. <laughs> oh, you're talking to me. Are you calling me Sam? Uh, it's not like I said... <laughs> uh, you know the guy from How I Met Your Mother, Barney Stinson. You know, I, come on. Uh, <laughs> you know Joe Pesci. Yeah. Oh crap! Did I just did I just screw up the recording? Oh shit! What? Hold on, stop. Shit! I just. Oh no, we're good. <laughs> gosh, right. gosh, dang it! Okay. Did you delete everything? No, I don't. Did start the show over. No, no, we're good. <laughs> start the show over. Gosh. Oh my god. No, again, I, it doesn't matter. Jason uh, Sagal. Sagal, yeah. See, that's what I Segal, said. yeah. Anyway, so that's my number three. I like that movie. I think it's funny, especially when they do. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. My wife just sent me a text message from the bedroom. 
with the, the appropriate name. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I just like that the part in the movie where they're like, "Hey, we should uh, we should travel by montage. That's too expensive. Let's just travel by map. Yes, yeah, travel by map." So anyway, <laughs> uh, Empire Strikes Back was my number two, and then the Muppets Christmas Carol was my number one. Oh wow, Christmas okay. Carol! Uh, we watch it every year. It's we watch it on Christmas Eve every year, or at least we have since we were married. And um, yeah, it's a great one. I love it. Uh, cool. That's our show. We're going to do one out of ten now. Oh, oh, no. No, yeah. Well, I guess I have to play the clip, don't I? Uh, here we go. That's not it. We're going to play this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? That's right. This is where you guys tell me your score from zero to ten. Andrew. Um, well, I, there were some things that I did like, and I do appreciate the, the genius of the... Puppet makers at the time, uh, because had they had the technology that we had to, that we have today, when they made this, this movie would have been completely different. Um, mm-hmm. So for what they had to work with, and I, I think they did a great job. The only thing that did bother me was the the voice acting, like Sam said at the beginning, bothered me quite a bit, and I just felt like it was the story was about. 30 minutes too long for me. Um, so I'm going to give it a... We'll go four... Well, I'll just say five. Just a solid five shards of crystal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and and following up on Andrew, like I said, I've complained about this one quite a bit, both the sound, the story, um, but you can't complain about the visuals, right? I mean, there, there's something to them. That, so I've got to give them some sort of points. For uh, for some pretty cool looking scenes, um, it's just that the direction wasn't all that great. So I don't want to watch it again. Um, although maybe if I did, when I'm not on these pain meds, maybe it would be different. I don't know. Would but, you watch um, this with your girls? What's that? Would you watch it with your girls, like Lucy? Like, would you watch? No, this with I don't her? think they'd want to. I don't think they'd like it. Okay. I don't think they'd like it. Um, so I'd say a 3.73 uh, 3. out of 10. All right. Not real good in my mind. I was trying to think if I would watch this with Declan. He's only six. I probably wouldn't at six, but maybe mm-hmm. at like eight. You know, like a little older. Because um, we mm-hmm. watched, I mean, he, he still gives me grief about Kubo and the two strings. I mean, he that movie scared him, and he reminds <laughs> me of it every time I'm flipping through Netflix, and it's and Kubo comes up. He goes, "Don't you dare stop on that one." I'm like, "I won't, oh, wow. buddy. I won't." Because the if you've not if you've seen it, it's a beautiful movie, and it's a really good movie. Um, but there's two witches that are chasing the heroes throughout most of the movie, and they're wearing masks, so their faces don't move when they talk, and that just did it for him. It was the witches, oh. like just them just scared him enough that he was like, I don't ever want to watch that again. I said, okay, buddy, we won't. We won't. That's fine. But wow. Anyway, Scarring Children for Life. I love it. Uh, I like the movie. I have some nostalgia for it. Uh, yeah, it's got some issues, but I, I think the creativity and the, I mean, the story is easy and simple. Um uh, but it's it's still good. I think it's a, still a solid uh, story, plot line kind of a thing. So I'm going to give it a little bit of love, and I'm going to give it a 6.5. 6.5. 6.5. 6.5. 6.5. 
And I liked it. I thought it was fine. Um, and yes, I know I put it above Buster Scruggs, but, you know, eat me. I, don't, I didn't much care for that. <laughs> so, there you go. So that's our, yeah. that's our movie. That's our show. That was fun. I actually, again, I, I was looking forward to it because, again, having not seen it in almost 30 years, you know, probably like 25 years, I wanted to kind of see if I remembered it and, and whatever. And Well, and, and one good thing, too, was it was different. It was really different, which well, was kind of yeah. nice. Yeah. I mean, after doing Battle of Buster Scruggs, I wanted something kind of way different. Yeah. Yeah, and so I got that. And then to next week we're gonna go somewhere else uh pretty different, I think. And I I've changed the order up a little bit just because again last week we did Buster Scruggs, so we're not gonna do true grit next week. Mm-hmm. Um we're gonna wait until after the September thing. So next week we're gonna do minority report. Ooh, okay. That wasn't on the list. A Spielberg I, Spielberg flick. Yeah, nice. it wasn't on the list. I saw that it was streaming. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime, not Netflix. It's on Amazon Prime. Sweet. But I saw it was streaming, and, and I haven't seen that movie in a while, and I remember really liking it. I remember yeah. f- my eyes twitching when I when I remember this movie. There is a lot so. of eye gore in this movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, weird. It's pronounced Igor. There was a lot of eye gore. <laughs> Speaking of eye gore, literally in Rampage, um, the big ape kills the thing with the eye in the eye. And then in the Meg, he oh, killed... Oh, yeah, I, 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 Jason, spoiler alert. Uh, well, I, the monkey kills somebody, whatever. And then the other one is there's, a, there's another death. Uh, the, the Meg, he kills the, the, the Meg in, in the eye or something. It's like, my gosh, can we have any more eye gore going on right now? So, uh, still working on the September. I know I, I tossed out the idea of doing a, uh, a football or baseball-themed movie um, month. And... I throw it out on Twitter and Facebook, and literally the numbers are tied for the for the other. Like Twitter says, we want baseball, and Facebook says football or whatever the, the number it is. But um, I'm looking, and it might just be baseball and football because I can't find four good movies of each. So if you guys know of something that's out there streaming that I haven't seen yet, um, and would think, oh, this would be a good movie to do for that that genre. That's streaming, you know. Feel free to you know send us a Facebook message or Twitter or email, whatever, because I'd be all over that. Because right now I can only find really just a couple of good baseball and like one or two good football movies. So um, maybe we do two baseball and two football. I don't know. Uh, nice. Yeah, because because the forty two movie, the Jackie Robinson movie, looks really good, and Necessary Roughness is hilarious. So um, anyway, there you go. That's. That's our show. That's our movie. Awesome. That's our thing. I'm going to hit this, and I'm going to come over here and say thank you guys so much for um, for listening and being part of the show. You can check out us on CheapSeatReviews.com. Once Sam gets back to work, he'll actually get that website going. It's only going to take him all semester to get caught up, but he will. Uh, mm-hmm. Leave us a review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Leave us a review on iTunes. Um, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cheap seat reviews and at cheap seat cast is our Twitter handle. And of course you can send your emails to cheap seat reviews at gmail.com. I mean, you should, and, um, you know, you should, if you want to, if you don't, that's fine, but you should, uh, like I said, we're doing minority report next week and I'm looking forward to, uh, future stuff or not. I don't know. I can't Sweet. remember. I can't remember. I just know that 
Tom Cruise runs a lot, and there's water. There's a lot of water in that movie for some reason. Like pools and floating things. Tubs. Yeah. Tubs. There's a lot of water in that movie. <laughs> anyway, I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Uh, so, yeah. So, on behalf of Andrew and Sam, this is Sean saying thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, I, I'm ending this thing way sooner than my audio clip uh, is. So, I'm trying to, like... <laughs> I, I have I've actually been doing this post <laughs> post show, but and I think that's probably the best way to do it is to do it post because now I'm in this really awkward place where you're just hanging on listening to the show for no reason. No, I I think you're doing a great job. Just keep going. No, this is yeah. Oh, this, yeah is, this is, this is great. awful this right is, now. Just keep going. Yeah, you're doing it. That podcast is bitch. I mean, I'll, literally, the only reason why I didn't just stop it because I wanted to play. What's the great conjunction? Conjunction, junction. What's your function? I wanted to play that one more time. There you go. And I'm glad you did. I now, so. now, I feel my my night is complete. It, it is, and it'll also be stuck in your head for a little while too. <laughs>